This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing Fundamental Shift from BackToBreath.com. Hey everybody, today's talk is called From Clutter to Clarity, and rather than just having this be sort of about, you know, clearing your clutter, which ultimately it kind of is uh, about that, but I'm going to take it a little deeper and I'm going to discuss how things in our life relate to ourself, and I'm going to then talk about how simplifying your life and clearing some clutter and clarifying who you are and what you're about and staying a little more current might free up some stuff. Uh, sometimes self actually needs more things because it might not be healthy and whole enough, so we're going to talk about that as well. So we're going to talk about self and its relation to things, and ultimately a reason or two why we actually let all that stuff get so messy and why we leave piles on our desk and why we um, end up not being able to have an accurate representation of our lives uh, surround us all the time. What is clutter? What is disorganization? What are these things and how do they relate to the self and how do they relate to us trying to wake up and live uh, full, aware, important lives? That's what my talk is today. Let's get started. I'm going to throw a big opinion out there and say that external clutter is directly linked to your internal state of mind on many levels potentially. But how is that so? In what way do I mean that? Ownership of things is part of what self is creating and trying to do. So self in each of us, our ego, becomes defined by its possessions. It feels bigger and more important when it has more things. And so we tend to let things define us. And this is really one of the problems of finding true happiness because ultimately things decay right? Nothing but change is permanent. So your car gets scratches, your kitten grows up, your clothes get stained and get worn out. So what part of us gets attached to the identity of things defining us? You know, you are not your car. You are not your possessions. And getting free of that dependence on things is really, really important. But that freedom is, is honestly for another talk. And I only mention it to point out that our self is directly related to the things in our life. Self likes things. And some of us, homeless people who aren't dealing um, functionally with the world, you know, very well are an example of people who may need to grow their self. They may, may need to realize that self is important and they may need more things, right? They may need uh, more jackets, more cars, more whatever they might need to get around and live a fulfilling life today. But then growing your things ends up being a burden at some point. And so if dropping yourself to find some spiritual sort of freedom is important, then freeing yourself of things, or at least organizing them into what you really care about, starts to become more and more important. And so why is that difficult to do? Why can't we sort of end up going through the filing cabinet that we need to go through? How come we let our clothes get all uh, disheveled in the corner? Why do our basements look like war zones most of the time? Well, it all relates back to self. So again, the external world represents our internal world, and the relationship between us and our possessions and surroundings are really important. And beyond that, again, it's nice to have an accurate representation of our lives. When we keep tons and tons of things, we're 
really carrying a big, long past with us, and we're not freeing up the moment to uh, bring new things. We're constantly looking at things and being reminded of things. And a lot of that stuff ends up being things that we're emotionally not ready to deal with or ready to handle. Um, you know, old financial papers might bother you and point to the fact that you're not dealing with your money appropriately. Um, old clothes may remind you of people or things or places that have passed and really should move on and be sort of put to bed. Um, there's thousands of examples like that, so I don't want to list them and end up leaning on on too many of them. But the self in relation to things starts with desires for things that we don't have and then attachment to things we do have. And then at some point, we sort of outgrow some of those things and we keep them around for some reason because we think they give us value. And so we end up not wanting to get rid of things because we feel like we might need it in the future. And that whole sort of delusion of mind, which is really what it is, ends up, um, you know, obviously sometimes you may need things again in the future, but a lot of that is bordering on pathological as far as how much we hold on to things. Once we have it, we don't want to let it go. That's ours. That has value. Even if it's only value is burdening us with taking up space and uh, mental energy in our lives. So why is dealing with things and clutter and all that stuff, why is that so hard? Um, there's something called approach avoidance, which you know is basically a, a term I'll use to talk about when you have a pile of things that's attached to an emotional feeling for you that's unpleasant, you may not even be conscious of why you just keep moving away from that. You may look at it quickly, and if you're not really, really aware, you're going to keep on moving. And that is approach avoidance. In most cases, you're going to say, I'm not dealing with that today because it's hard to turn into some of these things and it's hard to feel some of these emotions. And the way we end up doing this is little pieces at a time, oftentimes. You know, you don't go in and clean your whole basement in a day. You, you do, you know, one little corner or one little drawer or you just start small. But what I'm really interested in here is the emotional attachment to these things from the past that really um, end up haunting self in a certain sense. I have a pile of files that I don't want to go through. I have a pile of clothes that I don't want to go through. I have mess under my bed that I don't want to go through. How much of that is because it's emotionally painful? How much of that is just because we're apathetic towards it? You know, managing our emotions and sort of looking at some of these things becomes really important. And I've just personally had an experience with this where going through some old things that I just kept avoiding. You know, it was neat and clean. It was in a filing cabinet, but it was really dated material. And I realized that as I was looking at it, it was reminding me that I had some old financial issues that I had to deal with, and that was really a bother. And that bother wasn't in the forefront of my mind until I really tried to turn and look into it and say, why am I not going through this stuff that I know I need to go through? And so that's really what's inspired this talk, is that turning into and having the courage to dive into things that are bothersome. You know, spring is its deeply winter where I live right now, but uh, spring will be around the corner soon, and there's this sort of freeing feeling of spring cleaning. There's a, this inspiring idea of, you know, living a life that is simple and clean and deeply about what you are today, not what you were 10 years ago, not holding on to the ex-boyfriends and girlfriends that broke your heart or that you really, really miss. Being reminded of that is important, and maybe you want to keep pictures somewhere and all that, but you don't want it all over your life. It's just amazingly energetically draining. And so this relates directly back to self and a healthy self that's able to relate to the things in its life 
and not get too lost in holding on to too many of those and uh, uh, learning to free up and define your life as to who you are today. The avoidance that we feel of dealing with stuff can come from pain. It can come from sadness and anger. It could come from confusion. Or again, it could just be apathy. You may like your stuff where it is, and if you do, that's great. But if you don't, then I'm suggesting to try and turn into the avoidance with commitment and courage. And you will be rewarded with a deeply uh, satisfying feeling of energy and happiness once you've gotten through some of that stuff. Once you clear some of your clutter, take note of how it makes you feel. That energy, that clarity is powerful. And it shows us that we're much more in relationship with the world than our minds would have us feel. Our minds tend to believe that we're separate from everything and that those really don't define us, but we are much more integrated into this world. We, it's, it's much more all one than that. We're not as separate as we thought. So look for the clutter. Look for the stuff behind your door, under the stairs, in the drawers, and uh, maybe start to straighten it up a little bit and use that as a way to sort of deal with your emotions and look at your life and come to more awareness and clarity. That's my talk for today. Thank you so much for listening. This is Rob Scott. Please be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.